it can be hard to teach your kids about how their emotions can affect their actions and attitudes. Sometimes it is the smallest thing that can make us angry and react in unkind ways. What Should Dragon Do follows Dragon and her two roommates as they navigate the everyday irritations of living together. Dragon responds in anger when things don't always go her way. Through question and answer, kids learn how to choose patience and kindness and how to make better choices. Written by Stephanie Webb with beautiful and colorful illustrations by KidsArt, What Should Dragon Do will make you laugh as you read about Dragon and her adventures with her friends. What Should Dragon Do can be ordered online through Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Chapters Indigo, or directly from the publisher at friesenpress.com. It is also available as an audiobook on Audible. When you're out here in the world and you're watching movies with people that you care about and love, you want to be able to trust them. You want to be able to think that they'll hold your hand through any weather, through any storm, through anything that happens inside the movie because y'all both have become personable. You're sitting there in a bed together watching the movie. Y'all have gone from sofas to beds to everywhere watching these movies. And then... All I do is record. Now, I am JR. And I'm Stacy. And this is Sparrows Under Review. So today we're talking about um, part, what is it, book four of Twilight, which is called Breaking Dawn. JR had watched the first movie a while ago. I let him watch the first movie before he listened to and read the book. Yes. But I did not let you watch the second move part of Breaking Dawn until after you finished the book. Yeah. You did. So let's talk about your experience throughout the first movie and then comparison to the book. The movie was really, really fast. It, it, I felt rushed. It felt like something mm-hmm. that... It didn't feel like movie... Like Breaking Dawn, the last movie, did not feel like it was the same production company. I felt like it, you know, it almost felt like they filmed this for like a TV series or something. See, I don't even see that because if it was a TV series, they would have added a whole lot more detail. Like... I appreciate the fact that they split part four up into two movies, but there was still a lot of information missing. Quit rubbing your beard. There was a whole lot of details and important, important stuff that I think would have made more sense if they would have slid some of that into the movies. And that's on both of them, the first one and the second part. Right, and especially on the second part. The second part, ooh, let me get you started. I told you we're going to do the first movie first. Oh, the first movie, mm-hmm. my bad. All right. So, in the books, you have three different... Um, viewpoints. Viewpoints, yeah, kind of. I wanted to say chapters, but they're not really chapters. Um, you have Bella's part from the time of the wedding up until they come back from the honeymoon. And then it jumps into Jacob's point of view up until the time of Renesmee's birth and Bella's death. And then whenever Bella is reborn or undead or whatever you want to call it, coming back to life, it goes back into her point of view within the book. And I like how they did that. Right, and none of that is in the movie. Right. Well, I mean, it's kind of hard to do the different viewpoints, but you can see in the movie they kind of did separate Jacob's point of view because you have the whole 
wolf packs coming together and um so basically before we go any further if you have not watched the movie and you are a reader please make sure that you read the book or listen to it on audiobook before you watch the movie of Breaking Dawn Part 2 you will thank me but hate me later this is how it happened. The movie. <laughs> you keep jumping. We're still in the first part. So that's what I'm saying, though. Explain, like, like, we need to talk about the differences. And did you enjoy the first? Did you enjoy the book? Did you enjoy the movies? Like, I enjoyed the books on this. The, okay. well, Breaking Dawn book, the movies. So part Breaking one. Dawn Part One. Part One. Did you enjoy the movie? It how they did it before you read the book. Before I read the book, it was fine. But once mm-hmm. I read the book, it's way too much detail that's missing from this. It's like... It's rushed. Very rushed. And I understand they had to fit that into two hours. But, I mean, you could have you cut this up into four movies for all we care. Right. You could have cut it up. You could have just made a series out right. of this. Right. It would have made much more sense. It's called a saga, so they could have just kept the right. saga. Just you know, <laughs> Star Wars saga. Yeah. So, come on. You can keep going continuously. The movie felt rushed. Yep. After reading the book. If you never read the book, you'll never know that. Right. But I still felt like the movie was kind of rushed anyways. Yeah, out of everything I had seen thus far, it was the fastest. It was almost the top between it and the very first movie. The second one. Or, well, no, yeah. The first one and this one. I think they're all kind of rushed just because if but you're you- watching the movies just by themselves, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. They're still good movies. It has a point and a story, and you have your love and your anger and your hate and everything, emotions rolled into one that, you know, you need with a good movie. Um, two points, two points. If I had, had to just watch <laughs> the movies uh-huh. and never had all the knowledge that I have of it, because you get a vast amount of knowledge from books, everyone knows that. Right. So... Watching them straight through, I would probably I would have just said, you know, there it was a different style because of the cinematography, mm-hmm. the actual effects of the vampires and slowing down. They were basically moving around like the movie Matrix. Okay. So that was really awesome for that because you don't see that with vampires. Right. You just have them as a stalk their prey, drop down on them, and kill them. That's all we're, you know, conditioned right. to think of when we first get into this. So great thing there for the movies. The books... The that you know the breaking down is a whole book. It's hard to have part one and part two because if you had read the book and you watched part one, you're like, whoa, that's a lot to put in this section. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, will it leave enough time in the second part for everything that takes place afterwards? Right, and the, and I think that's the thing, and we'll get to that in just a moment. Um, but first. So in the mo- in the movie Breaking Dawn Part One, um, they get married. They go on their honeymoon to Rio de Janeiro on Isle Esme, which is an island that Carlisle bought for Esme. Mm-hmm. They do what new- newlyweds do. Bella becomes pregnant on their last. Well, we I don't. It doesn't necessarily say when she became pregnant, but my theory is that she got pregnant the first time they did the deed right that's what i'm going on (laughs) yeah and um like edward's reaction to it 
And I like how they did it in the movies. Like, I'm, I'm not taken away from that part. Because it was very, very subtle, I think is what I want, how yeah. I want to say. And it still shows his aversion to wanting to go further and do more because he feels that he hurt her. And since he can't read her mind, he thinks she's lying. So I like how they kind of tie that stuff in together. And then it ties in once she becomes pregnant or realizes she is pregnant. It forms the bond her and Rosalie have. Yes. I don't think that they showed their bond as much in the movie as they should have. I felt like it should have been like a little stronger there. Because it shows the importance, you know. Rosalie has always wanted to be a mother. So she's going to do everything in her power power to side with Bella and protect Bella. Even though everybody else is like, we got to take care of this because it's going to kill you. Right. And, um, let's see, what else is the important parts? When they come back and Jacob comes over. The whole story with from the time that he phases after he gets the story to the wolves meeting and then coming back to the Collins. There's a lot of detail within that I didn't like that they skipped out on. Oh, yeah, it's a lot. Because in the movie, it makes it seem like he left and then came right back. Right. And everybody was attacking and Leah and Seth came right with him. Which in the book, it was they went out. They did whatever. Sam made his um, announcement or whatever you want to call it. His order. Yes. And Jacob defies him and the the pack splits. And then Sam comes with... Or not Sam. Seth comes with him. And, and all that's missing. Yeah. And it's like you can see that in the movie and understand that Seth and Leah joined Jacob's pack. But what it was supposed to happen is all of this is taking place in Jacob's wolf form. So he's communicating with Edward um, telepathically, kind of. And they're running around, him and Seth. And the next day is when Leah comes. Because it kind of shows the importance of, hey, I snuck out that night. He had no idea I was coming. I know the plan. So now you guys have time. And that is what was missing in the movie. Yeah, all of that. Cause yeah. like, like, I mean, <laughs> and you and you could have done it easily, like without adding much time to it. Right. I wonder if there's actually like a director's cut of this, like because you know when they make movies, they usually it's usually an extended movie and they have mm-hmm. to cut it down. I wonder why they never released the extra like, footage, cut film, cut scenes, and stuff like that. They might have. I haven't looked for it to be honest. Okay. Which is kind of crazy. As many times as I've watched read the, the movie, books and watched the movies, movies yeah. and you know. Um, so then we are back at the house. Um, everything's fine and dandy, I guess, in a sense. Things go crazy. Things get better. It goes crazy again. Then the birth scene. Yes. The labor. Um, in the, in the book, obviously it does her placenta detaches and all that stuff. I like how they did that. My issue with the ending of Breaking Dawn Part 1. And I kind of discussed this with you before you read the book. And I said, so 
as soon as Renesmee is born and they start injecting the venom and he's biting her and transforming and all this stuff, they should have cut that movie as soon as her heart stopped beating. Right. And then you have your cut scene. I mean, at that point, yeah, you could have went downstairs and did the whole Jacob thing like they did. But I think the whole Bella interaction for when she became reborn or when she had turned should have been in the next part of the movie. Because there they could have added some more details that were missing and extended this into the second movie. True. So the moment you've been waiting for. So the second part of the movie, you know, obviously there's a lot of details missing a lot of important stuff, like the backgrounds of the different members, their powers, why their powers are important. Um, you get kind of rushed with all of that stuff. And in the in the book, everybody comes to the Collins. Yes, everyone. Yeah. And, I mean, Rosalie and Emmett do go out. Um, Carlisle and Esme go out. But Edward, Bella, Jacob, and Renesme stay at the home. And they greet everybody as they come in. And there's just some small things I definitely would change. Like how the Romanians got there. No, I, I didn't mind that. You didn't mind that? No, because they, that's kind of how they did. They they ran in uninvited in the book and the movie. Yeah, but I think it could have been a little bit better. But, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like pick a battle. True. I mean, it's not going to change anything. But hopefully whoever decides to screenplay the TV series if we are ever lucky enough to get it. You'll take these into consideration. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. If, if you're out there listening. Um, and then it was supposed to be like a three-month span, wasn't it? Right. And it, it felt like it was just a week or two. Yeah, it felt like it was like three days. Yeah. Like, like one through the weekend and let's start this on Monday. Right. And this... The movie made Bella seem like a strong independent woman right like both of these movies and she wasn't Mm-mm. um and it it made edward look like he was kind of like okay i'm gonna give you what you want okay i'm gonna do this for you everything for you but it also kind of made him look a lo- little weak in the streets yeah it did make him look yeah. really really weak um because she bella was intent on learning how to fight um Figuring out things for herself, like the whole Jay Jinx and how Alice left the note, um, and how she came to find all of that stuff, you know? Yeah, those key things. Yeah. Kind of messed it up for me once I had, because I'd read all the way through the book. Right. And then I get the second movie, and let me tell you all. All right. They, she's, she, I'm not going to speed this up to where I really want to go, but I'm going to go here. So they get the congregation of the Veltori and, you know, the Collins clan mm-hmm. worldwide edition. So they get there. And what happens next, Stacey? I mean, go ahead. I've talked a lot in the whole, know, go the whole thing. I mean, no, you're doing a good thing. I like the way you're doing it. So you. Well, I just want to know your reaction to the whole Jay Jinx thing. Short winded. Yeah, Jay Jinx thing. Short winded. Mm-hmm. Could have been done way better. And not even way better. Could have been done right. Right. Yep. Because, like, you looked at me and I'm like, that's Jay Jinx, and that's how it happens. I was like, "Yeah, 
That was like yep. something out of James Bond or something. Right. It's like Alice did all of the work for her and she had to figure out none of it by herself. Right. That, that's what makes the books. It kind of makes Bella feel or seem smarter. Right. I mean. Not so it, ditzy. It does. Right. Um, I don't know. It just draws out her personality. So we're in the center of the field, which is the same field that they fought the um, newborn army in Eclipse. Yes. So you have the Volturi and their witnesses and their guard and the wives and everybody has came for this event. You have the Cullens and as the Volturi's coming over, there was supposed to be some type of pause and then their witnesses come out to surprise the Cullens or whatever and then as as they start to come forward, they give in, and then, then your wolves come out, and it makes your Volturi stop. So in in this whole movie, you're trying you're learning that Bella has powers of a shield. Right. I love how the book described her her powers, her ability. Um I mean the the movie wasn't too far off. And it's hard to kind of Make a incorporate force field, yeah. all of that. So I like how they did that in the movie because it kind of made it what a little blurry with her right. with her shield. It gave you a visual and then it gave you a sound like yeah. a wheel 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 or something, something crazy. <laughs> yeah, kind of in the first part. Yeah, and so I know what's happening. I know what's going to happen. I know when it's going to happen, and. I recorded your reaction to the um, the the thing. Of course, they went through their whole. Jane's gonna try to use her gift on everybody. Um, Alec is gonna try to use his gift, which is a a fog of black smoke, and none of them work. They find out that Bella's powers are a lot more than what they thought. So, the next thing you know, you see Alice coming out of the forest. Yep. She comes out and holds her hand out to Aro, basically, and says, this is what's going to happen. Next thing you know, she's turning around and telling Bella it's time. It's time to go. And that's where I started recording. And if you all would like to see his reaction, it will be posted when... Our Twitter. Twitter? Is that where you're, is that where you're going to put it? Yeah, we might, we might as well put it on Twitter or something. I'm also yeah. going to put it on um, WVN Commonplace. Places Instagram, TikTok. Yeah, yeah TikTok. I'm going to put it on TikTok. And then I'm probably going to put it on WVU on Commonplace's Instagram, like you just said. Yeah, that'll be funny. Yeah. Uh, the links will be down below in the bottom in the show notes, all of that good stuff. But explain this battle Wh- what type of feelings did you have right, look so this battle starts right and, and then you can hear the music the music gets a little hype and uh, you see um oh what is carlisle the, carlisle you know you see carlisle move and he's moving slick like he's about to do something serious he's like y'all know what that sound effect is and then he gets killed beheaded but he hit it like so so my heart i'm like oh the same way right i'm holding my chest because 
as everything's playing out, there's a lot more Valtori killing these people mm-hmm. than it was not from the book. Right. What was going on? It was it was, it was a war, civil war going on. Yeah. It was World War Seven out this thing. Right. And this is why I felt it was important to me for you to to read slash listen to the book before you finish the second Because the book don't want to say movie. nothing about this. Exactly. So all this stuff's going on and my heart's breaking. I'm like, how, I'm, I'm, that's why you got the, the monologue at the beginning of this episode because I was like, how could, how could she do this to me? And I'm just like, everybody's dying. Right. Right. So we it, lose Carlisle. Yes. Um, One of them blonde hair girls. That's what started it off. The blonde hair girl, the, oh, the witness. That was Irina. Like, we don't, we don't, we don't care about her. She's okay. a. She's still one of three sisters. She's whatever. It is. Um, she's the first one that died, but that that happens in the book. And this is the battle that you're talking about. So in the book, um, basically, what it is is they are able to prove that Renesme is not an immortal child, and so they have no reason to punish the Collins. Right. And so they're they're thinking, they're running their thingies, this and that and whatever. And so they have a meeting. And that's when Jane tries to attack and um, Alec tries to attack and tries tries to get everybody to react to them, to have a reason to, to kill them, to intervene or whatever while they're making their decision. And then afterwards you have basically the decision and... Um, who, which one is it? Aro? He's like, they do their thing, and Edward's like, what if we can prove? He, you know, because he can hear Alice coming. He can hear our thoughts. I assume, to me, it's like, she's running through the forest, and she's like, Edward, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, stop them. You know, I have, I found somebody, and she, he can read her thoughts. And so he's so excited, he's hype. And he's like, what if we can prove that she's not a danger? Because he's already read Alice's yes. mind to hear the stories. And so he's like, okay, we got this in the bag now. They have their whatever. They come out. He, Edward, explains his part to Aro. And then here comes Noel. Noel. Yes. Whatever his name is. And that's the end of it, basically. In the book, Aro's like, okay, we ha- we have nothing to fight you against now. Because she's not venomous. She can live off of human food or blood. Yep. Um, she'll quit aging after so many years. I think, what well, I don't know what he said, three years after his birth. Something like that. Yeah. They basically, in layman's terms, shake hands and everybody's on their happy little way. And the movie is when they do this whole fight scene. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it it was exciting watching you react to it. It hurt me. Like, it made me it distrust did. this movie. It made me no longer <laughs> want to watch movies with yeah. you. So. Because, I hold on, I put a lot of stock value into all right. these characters. And just to see my, my, my right, number one Cullens die first. Right. We lose Carlisle, the leader of the Cullens. And, and he, didn't, he wasn't even it wasn't even graceful how he died. He just died. Right. right. And then. I um, was hurt. Yeah. Something happens. Jacob takes off with Renesme. You have Seth die. He gets squished to death by yeah. a vampire. So that puts a train reaction to Jake or Leah. And she dies. So she's by freaking Lala out. Or Lala, and then, um, so that J- Jacob reacts to her pain and like stuff. 
So he almost gets killed. And then Leah sacrifices herself because she's saving Renesme. Or not Renesme. Rene or Esme. My goodness. Um, and then you lose Jasper. Yep. Um, who else did we lose? Um, because Alice goes after There's three wolves Jean. we lose. Seth and Leah. Yeah, Seth and Leah. Yeah. Seth gets killed on a tree, don't he? No, he gets smashed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we already said that. You did. We did. Yeah. And because Seth killed, not Seth, um, Seth got killed. Leah sacrificed herself. Um, Sam and Alice killed um, Jane. Right. Um, so basically, everybody's dying everywhere. You have Bella, Edward, Alice, for sure, that we know of are still alive. Yep. They're at the end. And Marcus kind of sacrifices himself to the Romanians. He's just like, finally, somebody can end me. And he's gone. Um, yeah. That was kind of satisfying for them. Yeah, it was. He's like, oh, finally. Because he's like kind of a careless guy. Yeah. And the Denali ladies the blondes tanya and kate yes with the help of garrett take out caius and then finally you have edward and bella taking out aro and then it's over it's like it never happened and then i see aro's (laughs) head roll around and i'm hurt like i'm I'm feeling myself slide down in the pillows like i don't want to live this no more i gave a lot of my life to this for it to end like that yeah and then next thing, all it does is pan back out, and it's something that... It's a vision, Alice's vision, that she forced upon Aro. Basically stating, if you f- choose to fight us, you will all die. And it was the truth. Yep. So I was heartbroken. I just was so distraught that I just... I don't want to go back to whatever again. Ever. I'll watch it again. So this, like like we said, this is a series I watch all the time. Um, anytime it's on TV, I'm going to watch it. I listen to the books at least once a year. Because I've read them so many times, I can sit there and listen to the books while I'm working. And it makes no difference. I think that the books, I enjoy them ten times better than anything else I've ever read. The books are... the these. This is one, one of those movies that the books are so far different uh-huh. when you get towards the end that it's like, uh, but it's a good read. And if you're like me with audiobooks, it wasn't something that was really hard and challenging to get into after the first or two chapters, it, it started flowing and right. you, you get the perspectives and the perspectives with the different voices that that uh, company provided were amazing. So right. hands down, I, I will say this twilight as a book and as a movie series, I got a better respect for them. Okay. I can see why people, you know, come mm-hmm. to them. And in the same veins of the stuff that I watch, uh, this is more, the prestige on this is like, this is for nerds and people like me that just <laughs> are into this stuff. It has a Lord of the Rings caliber to it. Now, one day we'll do the comparison between it and Harry Potter when I finish Harry Potter one day. Um, in the context of just being series and being about b- books and seeing what's how far off mm-hmm. this is to how far that is, that'll be something for another day one time. 
or four times or five times but I do want to tell you thank you for taking me on that experience I haven't forced anything down her yet I do need you all we will have a pull up soon to see where she has to go because she has to go to one of my series your series are so hard though and see, I don't think I should have to fall under that because you volunteered as tribute. Oh, snap. <laughs> You're going to Hunger Games me? I am. You're going to Hunger Games me? I just did, didn't I? I hope the Force is with you. May the Fourth has already passed. I'll talk about it again next year. Oh, you got them <laughs> jokes. Well, either way, I'm JR. And I'm Stacy, and we hope you enjoyed it. Um, let us know what you think in one of our poll things. Um, we'd like to thank King Germ for sending in his uh, backwards opinion. Um, About Coca-Cola. How rude, anyways. And also Tyler for commenting. Um, we haven't seen the new Good Burger movie yet either, but... Um, we need to find out when they're when they're doing it. I'm not even sure they started filming yet. But if you find it before we do, send us a message and let us know where to find it. All right.